there I had a t-shirt that was gifted to me I think by my sister that just said yes to Epic Life on it. So this is not, Epic Life is not exactly my- Wait, I feel weirdly energized and excited. Thinking about Epic Life? Yes. Yes, like, just say yes. It is easy to forget that- I saw, like, your posture got really you're upright. Living, you're living in Epic Life. You're in New York City. You're like, you're like doing what you love. You do comedy, you got a podcast. You have a Tootsie Pop all of a sudden. I want to say we took a small break. <laughs> epic Life. And you're saying yes, Epic Life, but it's very, very important. And it's easy to not, it's easy to say no to Epic Life. Yeah. But you can't. You got. If there's this. anything I want to just like impart to the boys back home, mostly to Sophie, just say yes to Epic Life. At yeah. All times. And yeah. yes to New York. And yes if to you're, New York. And if, in, if you're in New York, say yes to New York. Hi Nico. What's up, Don? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab a boys. <laughs> I was like, what do boys eat? <laughs> Hi, Nico. Hey, Con. You see any boys clubs this week? Yeah, Spotify wrapped. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I think that saying True. that... This came out yesterday for the boys at home. Wait, I think it's... I don't want to, like, offend people, but, like, saying that, like, oh, I'm depressed because my Spotify wrapped. It's like, we've heard that a lot. Oh, wait, there's a noise coming from <laughs> The bathroom's crazy. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> incredible. That's absolutely incredible. I, I just want everyone to know that no one looked phased by this except for me because I wasn't aware that the shower spit <laughs> yeah, water. the shower, like, about... 10 minutes after you turn it off, it will just do a little thing like that. I'm not sure why. But I love that in this universe, the two of you are like, yeah. The bathroom's crazy. That's what it we, does. The plumbing in this in this whole apartment is... No, there's nothing off limits in that bathroom. Oh, no. Anything that happens, it's like, okay. It's all pressurized. Like, like every... Like, if you're, like, if you're using the sink in the kitchen, everything is affected in the, in the bathroom. It's yeah. Like because of how old this building is? Maybe. Yeah, Probably. I don't know. I feel like that's 70s. maybe to do with, like, being on the top floor. Yeah. Oh. There's many factors involved. I mean, there's not even a tank behind the toilet. That we can access. I think it's all gravity. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh crazy. Oh my god. Sometimes the toilet, like, you'll go to flush it and it'll just be air. And then you gotta turn the sink on and then you flush again and the water goes. It reminds me of an old Catholic school bathroom. It's ex- that We call it the elementary school bathroom. It's the blue feeling. And the toilet is so short. Yeah. The Sorry. Walter Mercy Academy bathroom. Yeah. Sorry for jumping in there, guys. Oh, no. No, please. no. We are so uh, liberal with allowing the guests to do whatever they want. Um... Wait, so the Could you imagine if we were like, hey, it's actually not. (laughs) Actually, shut the fuck up. Am I supposed to be? Like, is it like I'm I'm arriving soon? Don't cut this. This is important. (laughs) So we do it differently every time. Sometimes people don't say anything. Sometimes people speak right away. Sometimes people jump in. It really, we, uh, so the boys boys at home know that we are. It is actually very fascinating. And it says a lot about the person, whether or not they jump in. I think. think? Kind of. There was someone that was like really trying not to laugh out loud, maybe. Or they were, I don't know, they were like. Really try to be really quiet. It's Isa. Isa followed the rules so intensely. Yeah. Like, which was so fascinating to me. You know who we had to... The only person we've ever policed was Michael. What do we say? Shh. We, he turned it and we said, not yet. <laughs> but yeah. that's because it's Michael. Yeah. Um, your Spotify wrapped. I don't care. It's like they... Okay, I have a lot of opinions on this and none of them are positive. I think saying that you're... It's like, oh, I'm depressed because my Spotify wrapped. My number one person is Ethel Kane. It's like... We've heard that a lot. Like, we don't care. Yeah, I feel like the jokes about it are not original. They're done. They're totally done. I was stunned to see show tunes mentioned so much on mine. And were I you? was like... Were you stunned? I was stunned. Stunned. I don't consider show tunes <laughs> to be a big part of my day. <laughs> that was upsetting. And it's also like, congratulations, you hired a copywriter who wrote you funny, like, nice I things. I know. I got one that was like, your astronomical... 
Oh, I like in the genre at universe or whatever, and then it said, "Look at you, you little astronaut." I was like, "Don't be cheeky with your Spotify." Wait, I'm pretty sure, honestly, not to say, I think they called me a freaking astronaut too. No, I think they, I think we all got that. But then we all got astronaut. One of my genres was called stomp and holler. I don't even know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think it's like sort of country, but not quite, like bluegrassy country. You do like that? I like Tyler Childers. I like Future Bird. I Camp. I think it's like all that vibe. It's all stomping all that. Over. Do you remember the show All That? Mm-mm. It was like the first SNL. Oh wait, no, that's not true. It was like not the first SNL. It was like children's Kids. SNL in the nineties. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was so important. Yeah, that's how Keenan came into our world. And Amanda Bynes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Drake. yeah. Yes. Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh. That's wait. Is that true? I no, you're right. They true. were on one of them was on the se- maybe both were on the second one with that hot girl Chelsea who oh, I had a crush on. Yes. That's how old it is. So it was like really old. Yeah. But. That's it. The Spotify rap. I think it's stupid. And My mom sent it. me, sent our family group chat her Spotify rap this morning. A was day, I in A it? day late. Uh, oh, I didn't see the podcast. I'd have to look, but I bet we made the top five. We made my sister's second listen to podcast. What was her first? Bitch Sash. I don't know. Hot girls fighting. <laughs> you know, there's all those podcasts that are like, it was one of those. Girls things. yelling at each other. It's probably, yeah, one of those. But um, Pussy power. My mom, one of my mom's genres was Broadway. Me and your mom, the Venn diagram, me and your mom is that we love yeah. you and we love Broadway. And so she, she sent our whole family group chat her like rundown and I responded, nice, exclamation point, and then she just liked it. Parents text so weird. They do. <laughs> and it took them a long time, one, to figure out the like, but once they did, I never got words from them ever liberally. again. Yeah. Yeah. Which and I kind of respect. And then I'm impressed that your mom knows how to find it because my parents absolutely have no idea. They, I'm sure they don't know how to get to their Spotify. I barely knew how. Like I was kind of. If they didn't about it. show it to me, I don't think I'd be able to access it. I don't think the interface is that simple. Like I don't think you have to like watch this fucking story. It's just like give me a freaking list. I have things to do. Yeah, we want the data. I don't need the. I don't need the possess. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. My number one song is um an EDM song from 2012. But I don't have to tell you about it. They are smart for making it so that you could post, like four different colors. They know that we're picky. You know what I mean? At the end, they give you like your rundown. And it's like you could do it in black or purple or pink or green. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's also you were like, right too. You said yesterday they did it at the exact perfect time because nothing was happening yesterday. I used to work in marketing. And it's true, nothing was happening yesterday. Yeah. There was nothing to distract. I actually don't know how to express this. I think that anyone, I'm not getting in trouble for this. Anyone that is trying to like, like when brands, Spotify, it's like one thing because it is such an intimate part of your life in terms of like music. But I feel like every brand is in a contest to like tell you your zodiac sign based on them, or like, <laughs> like, and it's like I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. you're Home Depot. Like, yeah. shut up. Yeah, I have no words except for that. I feel like I'm being negative. Today. They're getting we got, and we should bring Issa back on to slander ad campaigns. She would never write this annoying copy. But they're no, but they're getting so they're getting really. They're treading into into deep waters with how far they are. It's going like congrats, you've heard of what a Taurus is. Great, I, that that's ra- congrats. You have a twenty two year old named Lauren that you're paying fifteen dollars an hour to write this for. You. Like no, it also all has the same snarky. Like the look at you, you little astronaut. I was like, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. Officially, I don't like this anymore. Yeah, and that's why I actually canceled Spotify yesterday. My whole family. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, no, you're right. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a problem. We can't we need live it. Though. We're stuck with that. We, we can't. need it. I remember. What I, I didn't get it until 2016. Have I told you the story about how I found Spotify? No, I haven't told you many stories. But <laughs> <laughs> I think you told. Wait, say it for the boys. Anyway, but I lived in Iowa for six weeks, and I was taking this like yoga class every morning to stay like physically attuned. I don't know. 
And then I, but the teacher, his name was Taylor Frame, and he had the Des Moines skyline tattooed on his arm, which is so crazy. A niche choice. A really niche choice. He's like, this is my favorite skyline, and I'm not leaving. It's also like, that That would make more sense if you left. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you could also look up. And he, really but he would. Ahead. Is, it a notable, <laughs> is it like a notable skyline? Like, if you see it, you're like, oh, that is. Sam, absolutely not. <laughs> I can't think of any skylines other than like New York. Chicago, maybe. Maybe Seattle because they've got Seattle, the needle. Maybe Chicago. Actually, I couldn't picture Chicago out of a line. I got to tell you, I there's two big buildings in Chicago. I couldn't tell you which was which by the end. Like, I have no idea. Like, one was the tower and the other was the building. Oh, the Salesforce Tower? Is Wait, that, that, that is... Okay, that's... It's funny that you know that, though. That's because, the Midwest or something. Yeah. No, that is there. How do you know that? I don't know. There's I'm a big Salesforce out. building in Chicago that a lot of my... Like, I knew a lot of people that worked there. I used to work in marketing. Did, and you, I, are you, did you live in Chicago? I lived in Chicago for four and a half years, yeah. I didn't live there, but I resided there. You did have a whole life before this place. Yeah, I've had. I really did. Well, I've said this to you before. Like, you seem like long time New York to me. Like, you seem like you moved here at eighteen. You've never said that to me because I would never forget that. I would think about it every (laughs) time. To Nico, maybe. Nico said one time that I had cat energy. I think about it every second of the day. Ever since (laughs) you had cat energy, I had like sample cat because with the way you said it, you're like. We'll come to you. People you know come I mean? to you. People come to yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you do. Yeah. You. You are. I do want to like come. And you're perched. I want to walk across the. Yeah. The subway for like for you. Yeah. That's fascinating. But you anyway. When I hear like oh I live in Chicago I live in Iowa I live, I'm like when did you that's unbelievable. He's lived in yeah. yeah. He's had a million jobs. Yeah. But I was in Iowa for six weeks and I took his yoga class and he played the most insane, incredible music. It was actually a Halsey remix, but that was insane and incredible and new to me at the time. Tiesto. Tiesto. <laughs> <laughs> literally basically Tiesto okay. and Artie if you only need to know two DJs Tiesto, Artie and I was like this is incredible and then it's like I, I, this monk guy's like a DJ mm-hmm. and then I was like no he actually just has Spotify mm-hmm. he's just the first person with Spotify and that's when I got Spotify so 2016 2016 that's really, it's kind of late yeah, uh, he was not the first person I know I was like, like really late did they not have it in Elon? <laughs> I was at Apple Music interesting wow I, I, know. I think I got to Spotify late and when did you get there? 2013. No. Oh, no, you're right. It was 2016. I was think- I always mix up the year I graduated high school and no, college. No, too. I always flip those. Not flip them, but I just can't remember. At this point, they feel like the same. End of college, I got it. So, like, 2007. I might have been 2017. Were you class of 2017? Okay. Yes. So, I'm I an early Spotify When did you have it? I had it, I think, my earliest 2014. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I had it as a junior in high school. You're bragging about your age. I need you to keep that. <laughs> can you, we can cut that. <laughs> we're the exact same age. What, what graduating class were you? Well, I was 2016, but I was precocious. Okay, no, I wasn't. I was in the right class. Okay, you're 2016, <laughs> so you're, you're gotcha. Wait, so you were born in 1995? Four. What day? November 20th, 1994. Oh, my dad Aren't was 27th. I was, well, I technically was 94, yeah. <laughs> April 30th, 1994. <laughs> <Were> you... <laughs> <laughs> technically, yeah, like right now. Connor's age on the podcast. (laughs) Connor's age on the podcast. In this timeline, it was 94, but you know, what's to say? We never know. That's all. Wait, what's your voice club? Okay. Am I doing a bad job right now? You're doing a great job. Um, My voice club for this week is, so I helped, helped is a strong word. I was late, so I didn't do much, but Damien just moved apartments, and so I went to help him move some stuff. Um, And by that, I mean I was there in time to grab one bag, but... um, they had he hired a task rabbit to help move to help to help build his bed. Yeah, that makes sense. And like some stuff. And this guy Keith was great, and he was of course hitting it off with Rachel. They were just like gabbing it up. But anyway, Rachel was saying that she had a horrible task rabbit, and Keith was like, "Who was it?" <laughs> She's 
No one tells a story like Rachel Hurwitz. I know, I know. And so she was like, oh, I had a horrible task rabbit. And he was like, who was it? And then she showed him and he was like, oh my God, if I told my boy who that was, like if I sent him a picture of that, he would be like freaking out because he was like, all the taskers like know each other. Like the top taskers know each other. And I was like, that's crazy. Cause like you would think that they would never have access to each other. No, there's not like a meeting. Right. Because it's like, I individually hire a task rabbit via the app. But it's apparently all the top taskers... Where they're all hanging together. With so I wonder if they make their own profiles to see who the other top taskers are. Wait, that's... How does oh, he know that person? Very competitive. But I wanted to know more about the... the so the only way to find out is to hire another top tasker. And then have and that top tasker... I know, I need to find questions. that guy, Keith. I have so many questions for him. I'm like, do you... So like, by you know them all, do you mean like personally? Or like you're just competitive yeah. with them? We could have someone come and lower my teeth. It seems too high. <laughs> it seemed similar to when I was talking about how all the barbers know each other. Yeah. Sam briefly went to my old barber. We talked about that on a previous episode. I know. I walked by. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I'm not gonna say what it is. Right. You get it wrong every time. <laughs> <laughs> but Connor says it differently every time. So anyway, but all that to say, it was similar to the barbers where they like kind of all know each other. I guess the taskers know each other too. Yeah. I love that we both have stories about our barbers. Because, like, mine, her cousin was murdered by the clown killer. Right. John Wayne Gacy. In the 70s, 80s. And yours had a fallout. Yeah. But it just makes me think about this all the time where it's, like, we know this huge ecosystem of, like, comedians. Yeah. And, like, all of that, which is kind of niche. And most people intersect with that a couple times in their life, probably. Unless yeah. they're big fans and they go to a lot of shows. But even, unless you live in New York, you're not going to the shows that we're on. No, completely. You know? I think that should, But it's okay. like there's an ecosystem of taskers too. We were talking about Hinge before this. It is very interesting to see like a random gay person that lives in Brooklyn and who they follow, who follows them and who they're aware of and who they're not aware of. Like it's fascinating to be like, oh, there really are all these like injured, like certain, and they all somehow end up at Fire Island Pines in front of the same fucking wall. It's like, <laughs> yeah, what a great fucking wall to take a picture in front of. We've seen this wall a hundred times, the Rainbow Wall. Congrats, you know how to ride a boat. Whoa, and you're I, coming for him today. I know. I just like don't want to go back there. Come on, let him up for air. I don't want to go back to that place anymore. I'm not going back. You don't there. have to, but you told me you'd go with me. No, I'll go with you. Okay. And you can come too. I would love to go. I've Please never gone. We should go next year. Wait. Let's go in June. Christians, I would love that. I would, I would, it would be amazing. Like, Christian's family has a house. I thought there. you were going to say, so Christian's, and then go on to <laughs> I hear that Christian's do great there. <laughs> no, no. I My friend Christian, uh, friend of the pod. No, I'm not sure. Uh, he he uh, has a house there. And he, he goes owns there a house year. there? His cousins own a house there or something. Oh, damn. And they go once a year, and I've always been like, Half invited and it always falls through. So I would love to. I would love to go. It's yeah. such a. I don't even know how to just. I think it would be really fun to go with people that you really liked. Yeah, and I think so too. As most vacations are, it's yeah. more fun to it's go with people you actually like. That is, yeah, that always makes the, the trip. No, but that's it's funny because it's like yeah, so many people end up on Fire Island just because they want to go and not with people they like, and Wait. it's like you guys got to reevaluate. It's vacation; you should go with people. You like you like. should go with someone. Now I'm actually realizing what a relationship is because you should also go with someone who like you're not gonna have like a fallout with. <laughs> like we're not gonna have a fallout on no. Fire Wait, so what is it common that you go to Fire Island with people you don't really like and then you end up hating them after? It's probably in a weird relationship and just went to Fire Island twice and. You specifically went with a, at a rocky time in your relationship. Yeah. Fire Island felt like, each time it felt like a weird band-aid. Yeah. And 
Like, that's not going to... We got to go. But also... We got to go just for pure fun. We got to go just for pure... We have to go reinvent the narrative. Like, rewrite the narrative of Fire Island. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up the torch from Joel Kim Booster. Yeah. Like, even the underwear party, I think if you were just, like, with your friends, would be, like, fun. What's the underwear party? The underwear party, which I went to in the height of monkeypox... Yes. Which was so disrespectful to you, to be honest, because you were really worried about monkeypox, and then I'm going to this crazy underwear party. I feel like I did get vaccinated for it, and then it was like... Because oh. there was a time where it was like pretty much if you're around any like in clubs or anything, I was like, oh, I guess I should get one. I'm around a lot of gay people, and then too many. And then at I one point I had this yeah. like huge bug bite on my hand, and you were like, "What is that? That's so disgusting." I did. Which fuck you off. Did, I did not shame. say that. And I was like, and what's awkward is like about me. Like one thing you should know about me. I was actually just thinking about bugs the other day because like bug bites are every time it's summer. It's like you forget that bugs exist. And then they start biting you and you're like, fuck, I forgot this is a thing we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And, but I love to dig bug bites because I have anxiety and there's something wrong with my brain. And I love to like rip them open. And then so it was like, just like gross looking. And you're like, what is that? You're a disgusting cow. And then I was like, oh, it's not monkey You're slandering me on the pod right I know. Now. It was, and we were in Gowanus. I was just like, we're in Gowanus. Uh, he goes mad that. at me. The amount of bugs in Gowanus too is probably like, the, there's, there's more. The mud pot Because like, of the open air. They're yes, in that open canal. Air, there's a canal. Yes. They're in that still, yes. still water. They're laying eggs Yeah, you got to give them a break. Come on. Yeah. There's a lot of bugs. But we are going to go to Fire Island. I don't sure. know where all this conversation started, but we are, I would love to go to Fire Island. Yeah. yeah. You. Oh, the underwear parties where a bunch of people, gay men, show up and they are in their underwear mm-hmm. and you put your clothes, you pay a million dollars to go and then you oh, put Oh, it's like your, a ticketed event. It's like a thing. Yeah. I oh, hate, okay. The words ticketed an event, I hate that. And you like put your clothes into like this lockbox yeah. that they keep for you. It is crazy yeah. that you have to pay money to take your clothes to off. take your clothes off and be inside a bar. Yeah, like oh, and apparently people are having sex in like some back room and like I'm sorry I'm not and I think that's incredible actually because I'm sex positive but I don't want to do that. So mm-hmm. like then it's you're just like standing there and everyone's like half naked and they're just like dancing but you're like also half naked and it's like what's going on? But it's also interesting to me because I feel like a lot of like queer stuff in the summertime is already kind of a half-naked event. Yeah. Right. It seems like you could just do that, like, on the beach. Right. You could just, like, go... Yeah, literally. Yeah, like, what's the speed- difference between your underwear and a Speedo? They're actually... Oh, my God, there's not a difference. Right. A Speedo, which I know everyone... I never want to wear again. I never... Actually, now, anytime I date, like, go on a date or think about someone, I'm like, well, this person make me wear a Speedo. And, like... <laughs> Nobody should make you wear yeah. a Speedo. <laughs> no, I don't want to wear a Speedo. You don't have to. I'm not wearing a Speedo. Okay. Don't. No. Did you ever have chubbies? Those, those swim trunks. Uh, chubby? No, 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 the swim trunks chubbies. <laughs> no, but like they're very southern. Yeah. They're very, like, a do you know what those are? I do. I, I never had them. I didn't either. Yeah. But they were. Our southern um, roots. They're very southern. Yeah, Wait, actually, it'd be so fun to go to Fire Island with people that you actually just like. I, I think that actually we're going to have a great time. We can swim. We can. Wait, I think that would be so fun. Like, I we can even really do mushrooms on the beach again if you want. Wait, do you really want to go to yeah, Fire Island? Yeah, I do. Connor, I would love to. My mom, so this, I want this on record. I would this like let's go June twenty first. Let's go the first day of summer. Ooh. Wait, I would absolutely love that. I really want to do that. Do you think it's already booked up? I'm gonna call someone. I'm okay. Gonna call um call my mom and we're gonna she's gonna find it. We'll figure it out. Um, my I told my mom that I was doing mushrooms. I'm sober from alcohol. I told my mom I was doing. And it's like everyone knows this whole thing. It was a whole jail and. But my mom was like, you know what? I don't even care what you do or something like that. She's like, well, no worries. And I was like, okay, but maybe you should care a little bit. Like, <laughs> if you see me walking around the needle or like doing like fentanyl or like cocaine, it's I feel like you should. different than mushrooms, though. But I didn't know that she knew that. Okay, I was true, like, true, 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 she true. know that? Yeah. Because like, I was trying to figure out if K-hole was a bad thing for like a full 12 hours. A K-hole? Yeah. Like, if someone's in a K-hole, is that bad? Uh, I think that it's think like, so. it's like 
difficult while you're in the K-hole, but maybe you come out of it. So you're Speaking of ketamine, <laughs> what's a boys know that you're not? Wait, we have to introduce him first. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry I've been talking so much. Oh, no, no, no. no. This, is how, it, this is how it goes. Beautiful boys. Um, you always talk. Boys, our guest today is a dear, dear friend of the pod. He is a filmmaker, and he is also my sweet roommate. Boys, give a welcome to Sam Sorokin. Yeah, thank you for having me. Sam, yeah. you've come up on the pod quite a few times. I feel like anytime we talk about straight people we love, you come up on the pod. <laughs> That's an honor. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I, I also feel like I've interrupted the pod, so uh, the boys at home have probably heard me The boys at home have probably heard like, sorry, what's up, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, we're so very, very happy to be here. Yeah. Um, a long time coming. Long time coming. Long time coming. It's the first time we've had a guest here where I haven't had to be like, okay, this is this person's first time seeing this apartment. Do you normally give like a little... Well, I just feel like... Do you feel this too? It's like, okay, we're like... Especially when it's people that we don't personally know as well. Ah. It's like, oh my gosh, this is the first time they're going to... I hope that they like my space. There's like an, an element of hosting. Yeah. Totally. Well, it's also just like, oh, this is vulnerable. This is my couch in my bedroom. Do, yeah. do you feel like that that like warms them up for the podcast? Like, okay, we're inside. There's Nico's bed right there. Like, we can we can be more vulnerable now. Or are they a little bit sort of... <laughs> that's, that's, neat. that's where Nico sleeps. Right? I, wonder, I wonder that's if it does make people feel calm. I mean, I feel like it's both or of our spaces are pretty calming. I think seeing veterans is very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely so intimate. Yeah, yeah. Part of a person. Anytime I'm on like a Zoom call for work, and like a lot of people will have, they'll be like in a beautiful office or like some living room or even a kitchen, and my my bed is in the shot. Yeah, and I'm like this is so, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> like yeah. I'm like a teenager. I'm the uh, same way. Cause... I just woke up like moments ago. And my right. Bed is right there. Right. My, my desk faces my bed as well, yeah. and so yours is nice. It's next. It's behind or next to it, so it's like not facing. When you see me in a Zoom call, on a Zoom call behind me, there's a giant TV that has a wire coming down from it. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Do you want to put a, a cover on that wire?" And I'm like, uh, "Do you want to fuck yourself?" And then next to it is a Peloton. <laughs> you can't see the Peloton. I don't. I think. think that the wire and the cover, like the case thing for the wire, are equally strange. Yeah, equally like there's dumb. no. Like, there's one's not better than the other. It's like, why do we have to pretend it's not there? It's, there's a wire in there. Yeah, sometimes things are imperfect. It's sometimes okay. things you plug them in. Yeah, you have to plug them That's in. Fine. And That's fine. That's the price have to we pay. Yeah, yeah. I did hear that you uh, you got a big TV. Oh, it's changed my life. Anyone that has anxiety, I say mount a TV to the wall. Trust me. Is that for like for sleeping purposes? The anxiety thing. It. I think that okay. I feel like before I had the TV mounted to my wall, if I would try to watch something, anything on my laptop. I would end up Googling Idaho college murders or like Reddit soul cycle or, or, or check my email or like aliens. And now with the TV, it's like, and those are away. all different tabs at the same time. All, like, you <laughs> see my computer. Yeah. It's like crazy. And now, or like Google Connor Janda. And now it's like laptop shut, phone away. We are watching TV. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like it's way easier to just like lose yourself in MSNBC. So do you have you have cable? Like you're watching. I have YouTube TV. I pay sixty four ninety nine a month for it, and I'm uh, you want access? I'll give you access. Sixty four ninety nine a month for YouTube TV. I know it's crazy. I was on That's my dad's. Wait, what that, do you get? To... Yeah, that is interesting. Oh, yeah. What do I get out of it? I love that that you can just. I don't know. I mean, so many things are like Hulu, HBO Max now. I know it's nice to have the channels. I love local news. I really like I, when I go home. I love just like seeing a commercial, mm-hmm. like I a love, car yes. commercial. I'm like, I never. We don't get this. The commercials in yeah. Georgia were crazy. What were they like? Well, so Herschel Walker, oh Raphael Warnock yeah. runoff oh, is whoa. happening in Georgia. What so, are you doing for this? Oh, well, I I can't vote because I'm I'm a New York voter. Okay, rules. <laughs> <laughs> but I still because I was a, a Georgia voter for the last election. I still get all the. 
the texts from everybody about it. Yeah. So I'm getting inundated with those. I don't know. My parents and my siblings can vote license. But anyway, the so there was a there was a Herschel Walker video or uh, ad that was like he got some girl who swims somewhere to come on and be like, I got beat and verbatim, we might cut this, but verbatim said I man talking about a trans woman who beat her in a oh swimming thing. Oh my god. On the news. Uh, or not on the news, but like, yeah, like there's a, a commercial that's just played out. over the airwaves. I was like... Why isn't that on MSNBC? That's gotta be on MSNBC. I don't know. That, they're gonna show crazy. it on MSNBC. They're gonna talk about it. It was that. psycho. I was like, that's upsetting to have to just yeah, like be up. in the midst of the football game. I have to watch this shit. Wait, that is wild. I know. And I was like, this cannot be the biggest issue Georgia is facing. Issue. Obama's like, in Georgia today to um, campaign with the other guy. Yeah, Raphael Warnock. Yeah, I, you know how I know? MSNBC. MSNBC. <laughs> the headline today was Obama. Who's Wait. your favorite uh, MSNBC? Uh, Ari, uh, good question. Ari? I like the girl who's on a, the woman who's on at 11 tonight. Not girl, she's a woman. She's old and successful. Yes. Stephanie <laughs> Rule, maybe, is her name? Oh, I think she's on at 11 now. She took Rachel Maddow's spot. What's Rachel Maddow up to? She only comes on on Mondays or if something crazy happens, which happens kind of a lot. That's of good for her. I feel like she put in the she's put fun. in the work. Let her yeah. just go. Yeah. Wait, you know who I fucking... I was trying to find a... I'm going to go down a rabbit hole later with her. Please. Alex Wagner. No. Nancy... Grace. Pelosi. <laughs> no, Nancy Grace. Nancy, wait, was she okay, on? She has, like, the big hair, right? <laughs> she is, like, if you took the most, like, southern, like, evangelical, yeah, yeah. justice-oriented oriented mom that you knew what you in Georgia and let her cover the country's most gruesome crimes. Wait, she's I on Fox, I think, right? She I used to be hear... HLN, which was a CNN yeah, thing, and now yeah. she's on Fox, which is crazy. I can like hear her talk about JonBenet Ramsey. I can hear her. <laughs> I think I was first introduced to her through Casey Anthony. Just yeah, kids, dead kids. Yeah, they give her the big ones. They they get, no, that's what I'm saying. Them. They're like this woman who like I know so many women like that in Georgia who just like have hard opinions and are super southern and are very justice oriented. Well, that's and they like just let them cover the craziest. Bro. My mom, my mom watches it twenty four seven. MSNBC. Yes, and so when I'm home, I get a hit of it, and it kind of now it's gotten to a point where it's like. I, I associate it with like warmth and family. Like if yes. it's on somewhere else, I'm like, this reminds me of my mom. Yeah. And she and my mom now has kind of turned the corner because all of her kids are like, you know, mom, like having this on twenty four seven. Maybe I should say this to you too, Connor. Like having this on twenty four seven might kind of be scaring you a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. It's you don't need it all the time. It's important to be informed, but this not exactly right. And so my mom for a long time was like, come on, like I I want to stay on. I like she would, <laughs> she would push back on that. Wait, and that's now so she's funny. turned around and it's like. Yeah, you know, it is a little biased, and I like I like sort of alternative news sources now. Uh, not like not like scary, what are scary stuff, but just like she's big on Twitter now. She's she's big on just like she follows. Like, it certain... is all like very biased. I remember them telling us that like I, there are certain moments where you feel it just get very like yeah sensationalized, and you're like, okay, it's actually well, just like really scary. Like I remember like a perfect example of this is my mom. There was like a story for for uh, the boys at home depending on when you're listening to this, there was a thing where it was like, New York is dangerous again. Do you remember that? Like, Was that on MSNBC? Yeah. Like, it was, I think that just got, like, national, like, crime in New York is up after the pandemic yeah. and, like, all this stuff. And my mom, and I'm sure you, you guys have that too, where, like, people would reach out and be like, is it kind of dangerous? And I'm like, no. Like, this is just the classic thing of, like, you're getting scared from these, like, big stories. Like, sure, there are maybe more crimes happening, but, like, we're, we're alert. It's fine. Or, yeah. like, that kind yeah. of, like, fear, like, ultimate fear-mongering. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah. Yeah. My uncle over Thanksgiving he sat like next to me and my sister on the couch and was like, "So I hear New York's like really 
really scary now and yeah. I was like no nah, you know it's like it's totally I mean like you got it's a big city you got to be yeah. careful but like it's fine and he was like no I've seen it's like really bad and I was like okay well that's I mean Soph and I both feel like pretty fine with it and then he said that he reads the New York Post every morning this man has lived in Georgia for 15 years he's le- read the New York Post last every morning for the last 10 years I'm like why isn't the, is the New York Post like kind of like a silly one yeah. Oh, it's so silly. I mean, it's like silly headlines. It's like tabloidy. It's super yeah. tabloidy. I'm like, that's where you're getting your news? Yeah. And also, that's like, fun. I feel like the New York Post is kind of New York centric a yeah. bit, right? More yeah. so than the New York Times would be. I mean, I know they do national stuff too, but I feel like if you don't live in New York, why, are you why New even New bother with the New York Post? Yeah. I'm not reading the Des Moines Register. Right. Anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I do also just like love a Google search where you get the top five headlines or something. Like Idaho college murders, and then see if they have a suspect, and they'll tell you in the first five they have a suspect or not. They they usually do. They have any leads? Sam, this is complete. They have no leads. So this is like a complete mystery. I feel like they should pass the baton to the FBI. I mean, they gotta be looking at the kids that stayed asleep. Were they drunk? Was it like a party? I think they were just like passed out, and. What I don't understand is, like, aren't our phones tracking us all the time? Like, couldn't you know who was at this desk? I know. House? It's like, how does Spotify right. know how to wrap up my shit and we yeah. can't yeah. solve every goddamn crime? And be so cameras. many apps are tracking you. Like, for sure. Like, not in a creepy way, even. It's just like. But, like, use that information services. to solve these yeah. things. Yeah. 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 So, like, it is, there's literally no. Wow. And it was a knife. Like, it's not like they shot the place out. Like, oh, there was stabbing. Whoa. And some of them had, like, defensive marks on them. So, like, they fell back. Honestly, there's something scarier about being stabbed than shot. 100%. I, I, the That's word slain is so oh, scary. Oh, <laughs> Can they use slain for guns? Are you seeing the headline? Oh, I don't know. Wait, slain I think might yes. just be swords and knives. Swords and knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, I didn't realize There's something how... honorable about being slain, though. Oh, I didn't realize that's how... a little more badass to be slain. Yeah. Okay, I knew that slain upset me. I didn't know that it upset everyone. And then... Slain is <laughs> scary. Yeah, slain is very slain scary. Slain is the scariest word. Wait, you know what was the craziest thing about the most recent White Lotus episode? This is not a spoiler for the boys at home, but they're one of the two... Because there's no spoilers because nothing's happened so far. But okay. okay. Well, <laughs> one of the two Italian girls who speak primarily in Italian was speak in the subtitle it said that she said slay but like in Italian and I was like that's interesting I wonder if that actually do you think that's actually like a word that is used outside of English slay. and in the US I don't know we're going to find I bet, out I, I bet slay has, has crossed all crossed all all orders. mediums yeah, yeah. Slay. slay slay it's ubiquitous the difference slay. between slay and slain is massive <laughs> present or past tense that might be titled about <laughs> it's true. The difference between slay and slain is massive. That is that's a that's a very stupid slay point. Slay is only good feelings. Yeah, slain is, slain is some of, some of the worst. Yeah, slay. <laughs> um, spooky. Should we start asking some questions? What is a boys club that you are not a part of? Yes, um, I tried to. I there's a few that came to mind. And I tried to whittle it down, and the one I landed on is kind of like a, it's kind of big. Um, but the one I chose is the internet. You wait, you don't do the internet? I'm so bad at the internet. It's like unbelievable. And I just mean like I just mean like things that people talk about and they see on the internet or yeah. like memes. And I'm not even talking about people younger than us. Like I, I understand that that's a whole different thing. I mean like people our age, the things that they see and that they yeah. discuss and that like is in the daily conversation, I don't know. Wait, I we, fake it. I'm I have no idea what the corn guy is. Remember the corn kid? The corn kid. See, okay. I didn't know what that was. Here's the thing. I think that I have 
done a good job in my adulthood of surrounding myself with people that are very internet-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, all of my... I can't think of a single friend. Like, all of my friends are, like, big on Twitter, big on TikTok, whatever. They're, like, super mm. engaged. And so I hear about it through people yeah. and then just regurgitate it and repeat it to people. So I actually do know the corn guy. I know who that corn kid is. I don't get why it's it's funny, though. I don't really either. That, that one missed me. But I'm I'm the same way. I get all of my information from Maddie. When I don't, when like shit goes down, I'm like, she's good at the she internet. knows everything. She yes, knows everything. She's the internet person that you're describing. If I need to know what's going on in like public, like foreign affairs or like what happened on the set of a crazy movie, she is who I go to. She does know. Like she I text her and mm-hmm. like, is Haley Fever good? Yeah. And she doesn't think she has the answer, but she'll say things and you're like, oh, well, that actually you just said the answer. Mm-hmm. That was the answer what you said. No, she does. Yeah. I trust her opinion on everything. What's her main like internet? I think she gets a lot of info from TikTok and Twitter. It's those are the two. So here's my here's my theory about myself is I don't have Twitter and mm-hmm. I'm not. I've never been on Twitter. It was the kind of thing where like I when everyone was downloading it, I just didn't for whatever reason. And then like and now you might not be allowed to. Do you know and this? now I, if MSNBC, Apple is maybe going to take Twitter off of the App Store. Whoa! Because uh, yeah, it's like wait, there's actually so, so, aren't you glad aren't you happy I'm here? <laughs> there's like a lot of drama like Elon Musk really has fucked up MSNBC or fucked up Twitter right to the point where now he's like Apple pulled out funding but part of the problem or advertising so then he's saying that Apple is censoring but it's the thing is that you fired all the people that were like stopping sex offenders and child like human traffic like all these things off Twitter mm-hmm. like there used to be all these people working on keeping Twitter safe and now they're all gone so it's like, yeah, a company like Apple doesn't want to advertise. This is me, my Rachel Maddow spiel. Right. Doesn't want to advertise on just like a free for all crazy app that Twitter is like maybe gonna that become. That can lead to like horrible. Right. Yes. And yes. didn't he bring Trump and Kanye back onto it? Yes. Did and Kanye get back? I thought Kanye was still. I think he's back. At, at the, I think at they're the all back. Pop, I think everyone's back. back. Wow. Yeah, I think he like reinstated everybody who'd been banned from it. Yeah. Which yeah. is psychotic. Yeah. yeah no, he's like actually a bad guy. Elon Musk. He's an idiot. It seems so. Yeah, it seems like he's definitely hurting more than helping. In yeah. In so many ways. Yeah. But yeah. I never had Twitter. And now it's too late. Aren't it was... you glad that you didn't get famous on Twitter and now you just like wonder if it'll all go away overnight because of Elon Musk? I am. That is that is comforting to know that like I can't lose anything because of this. Like I'm, yeah. I'm in the clear. So out of the blue. Yeah. But I do think that most funny things on the internet that people talk about Mm-hmm. For a while, I, maybe TikTok's now. The, there the were a lot partner. of front-facing videos for a long time on Twitter that were like incredible and kind of like a own, its own genre of comedy for a second mm-hmm. during COVID. Mm-hmm. I also think that like, all right, here's another thing about the internet. I see memes. It took me a very long time to understand what a meme even was. I'm still kind of coming around to like why they're funny, like internet, like super internety memes. Like mm-hmm. I'm sometimes like. I guess that's kind of cool, but I think Twitter for a long time was like the thing that was pushing like funny images. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have that. I so John and Julia and Alex, all three are former guests of the pod. Shout out! They run Shakedown, and on the Shakedown page, they put up memes all the time. And I'm like, I if you ask me to find a meme a day, I don't think I could do it. My ex for like, where are people getting these memes that I'm seeing from? them once they're already on Twitter and everybody's seen them? Well, I you know, know I'm from Evan. Oh, is his name Evan Ross? Who's that know. man? There's someone that posts these funny things from White Lotus. He like makes the memes of White Lotus, but they're literally just like a picture. 
I gotta that watch one that I, I gotta you say, have to oh, watch yeah, you gotta catch I gotta that's a voice that you're not in but I feel like yeah. it's a huge part of the culture right now it is no I feel I'm gonna watch it today that's something I love about HBO is they do give us a little sliver of monoculture still which I love that's valid I love that's that. how it was when the new when House of the Dragon was on that's yeah. how it felt did you say monoculture yeah did you create that um, I think I most recently heard Maddie talk about it, to be honest. <laughs> but like, we don't have a lot. We don't have a lot of that anymore. No, there's really yeah. Because everything is so. Which is like, to some extent, it can be good that we have like more stuff for everybody, which is sure. great. But also, I do like that. Like, every it seems like a lot of people are talking about White Lotus. A lot of people sure. talk about Succession. A lot of people talk about Euphoria. Like, the, HBO still yes. has that like yeah big Sunday event night event based thing. I feel like TikTok is like the opposite of Monaco. Absolutely. Because everyone's TikTok is so diverse. Like, it is so specific to you that, like, you might see something that, like, none of your friends have seen. Absolutely. I was just thinking that when we were talking about Twitter, it's like, I feel like Twitter actually is a little bit more monoculture where, like, if there's tweets, we've kind of all will see them. But, like, with, 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 uh, not you, (laughs) but, like, with TikTok, it really is. Like, sometimes you'll send somebody something that they've already seen, but it very easily could not be. Totally. How did you find you sent me this British kid yesterday? Oh, that was so funny. That's so funny because that came up on my TikTok maybe like an hour before you sent it to me. So I think maybe proximity has something to do with, and also... We learned. We'll cut. Yeah. But anyway, Twitter, TikTok, the British girls. The British girls. So cute. So a trick to you. I can't do it. A trick to you. Never ask me to do dialect. A trick to you. I thought it was... Oh, imagine a British like that big. It's so cute. It's so cute because she like, she uses the like... Like getting out of trouble with her mom, mm-hmm. she's like, like that's how she gets out of there. Like it was a trick. Yeah, like they love tricks. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. A trick she used the word pub at the beginning. I'm going to the pub. I'm going to the pub. So I'm going to the pub. Oh, that's, to the she, pub. that's what she was dressed up. Yeah, yeah. and Emmy, really which I watched enough to it's see her name. Emmy right now. in those leggings. Imogen. Uh uh-uh. Imogen. Yeah. Imogen. Imogen. Wow. Like, that's Imogen. A name. It's Imogen Heap banned her person. <laughs> if you say it's a person, I'm gonna fall. I'm sorry, it's so inappropriate. Wait, what? Imogen Heap? Do you know this song? It's like, a band? Where are we? What the hell? It's from, it's go. you guys don't know the song, Hide and Seek? No. They sing Hallelujah in the third season of the OC when Misha Barton dies. You've never heard of the band Imogen Heap? You have been throwing, I, no. I have well, heard Imogen Heap. Maybe I have. Is I've that, heard that reference, but I don't know. I just always assumed that was a band, but now I'm like, wait, maybe. Yeah, they don't do the film. Did you go to Catholic school? No. No, no, no. I'm, I'm Jewish. <laughs> That's incredible. So I was in a not. Jewish fraternity. Oh, which one, Sammy? Not because I tokenized Judaism. <laughs> but I'm okay. It's alright. Wait, no, I was talking about Sammy. I was in Zeta Beta Tau. Tau. Oh, we didn't have that. Anymore. ZBT. ZBT. It was a really good fraternity. That's awesome. And <laughs> what? So about the Jewish? Like, what was the Jewish stuff that they did? Like, was it like? Yeah, were there any? Did they do prayers? Did they do? It was kind of like when we got in- initiated. It was like literally only brought up once, and it was like. This is CBT. It's a fraternity. We promise to respect each other, be nice to one another, do this, and also have very specific opinions on Israel. Like that. It was like uh, you like didn't. It like came up one time in initiation, and then we did like a Chinese Shabbat occasionally, and that was kind of the extent of it. Chinese. And we had at least two. Like you eat people. Chinese food for Shabbat. Yeah, that's like a thing. Okay. We did a Chinese Shabbat. I was our philanthropy chair, so it's like. Planned a softball tournament. Yeah, raise the money. Dance, dance with it for the kids. With it for the kids. <laughs> So that's like a serious boys like that's you I feel like are for you would you consider yourself someone that was a part of a lot of boys clubs? Yeah, I was always looking for oh my god. All boys school. This is thirty five. This is thirty six. I guess I was always looking for meaning in the form of belonging in boys clubs, but what I really needed was maybe to find meaning within. 
Wow. Well, and that's kind of what that's what you're doing. So that's here. why we're canceling the podcast. <laughs> well, you just solved. You just did it. That yeah. means, we solved the we podcast. Solved, we solved the problem. Oh no! No, we didn't. They're, the boys' clubs are everywhere. But yeah, you, you were in all boys' school. You were yeah. in you were in fraternity. Yeah. Did you, you were always influencer marketing? Were you like, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to join a fraternity? Like, that was like a thing. Or you got to college and you're like, oh, it seems like this is like a big deal here. I should do it. I think that I just wanted to do. I wanted to do anything that was going to be like socially important. Mm-hmm. Like so. Day three of college, I'm running for student government. Okay. I absolutely won my election, of course. Where, where did you go there? Elon University in North Carolina. Yes. I think I get their emails somehow. I might have, like, thought about applying or something, and, like, they just have... I'm on some list where they... You know, it was a good time. It was a nice place. <laughs> I, I was fine. I was really drunk for a while. Connor on college. Year. It was a good time. It was a nice place. <laughs> it was just, like, it was It was actually in North Carolina, and it was, like, that is a long time since in North Carolina, but, like, as sure a is. drunk, wild person, maybe I did need that. Kind of a perfect place to be drunk and wild. Yeah, because you could pass out in a bush and wake up in a bush, whereas, like, if you pass out in a bush in New York, you wake up... In heaven, and like that's sure. scary. And there's not a lot of bushes. Slain, I don't see. I don't Slain. see tons of bushes. Yeah, New no. York, bush per capita in New York, like low, not a lot. Really low. Yeah, that's so so rare to see. Wait, I walked past the Clinton School right next to Union Square. It's gonna sound creepy, and I don't mean it creepy. I mean it fascinated. But the, there's like all these like teenagers in the library, and I was just like staring at them, like the fuck are these people yeah like what is your life you go to school next to union square in the yeah. school that called the clinton school that is hillary involved the experience like the experience of like a teen in new york i mm-hmm. can't fathom yeah no. they're so cool and like you see like people that are our age that were like teens in like the early 2000s or whatever like i'm not even sure about this it's just like so insane to be a being a little kid here is one thing but being a teenager here i yeah. love listening to their conversations yeah. When they're on the subway, the only good thing there's there is like a specific time of day where you can like listen to teens on the subway. Yeah, three to three p.m. Yeah. <laughs> After school. Yeah. <laughs> and if you'll believe this, it happens every Monday through Friday. That's my, yeah, that's my least favorite time to be on the subway. Me too. I know it's these girls just like eating gummies, and I'm like, I think it's incredible. They have such a good relationship with food, and like like totally. wearing huge long socks and like drinking like colada from Dunkin' Donuts. Never coffee. Always like a fruity Dunkin' Donuts totally, drink. Totally. And like these are the coolest girls in school. Also like commuting with everyone you go to school with. That's so you're so crazy. you're so free so early here. Like you have you can just like get like because like even before you can drive, your parents probably let you take the subway. So like you have access to everything. Yeah. We were thinking about that the other night where it was like we were like sitting in Issa and Maddie's kitchen and we were like, if we wanted to right now, we could just go to well, I forget we were talking about like Midtown. We're like, we could just go if we wanted to. Like, if we wanted yeah. to, it's we could wild just go. How groundbreaking of a thought that is. No, that but it's like, really is, like wow. you could just get up Dude, and go. I, it's it sounds so like obvious, but I, when I'm away from New York, that's the thing I miss the most about exactly. New York. Exactly. It's like being, we're in, right now we're in Brooklyn, we're in Greenpoint, but like, whatever we think of right now, like, it would be great if we could get this kind of food or buy this kind of thing or see this sort of what, art or whatever. Mm-hmm. We yeah. can get there in like 20 minutes. Yeah. No matter what. And that is like just like the the access getting going downstairs and just going is yeah that you could live in Manhattan. I do kind of feel like I mean like I like Brooklyn so much more, and I do kind of feel like what people, the way people romanticize New York, they like place on Manhattan, but like that Manhattan doesn't exist anymore. Like I'm kind of like walking down the street and seeing people like in their shops and like what like kind of like that's like big city, but also sort of like little neighborhoody feel thing. Yeah. That's here. That's in Brooklyn. That does not exist in Manhattan. Totally. I would say basically anywhere. And maybe I mean, maybe a there's little obvious, village, there's some places that's that still If happen. I had like, unlimited funds, I would 
still not live. I would live in Fort Greene in a brownstone. Or like okay. Clinton Hill. Let's go. Okay, so we talked about this, I think, before the, we started. But like, you were saying that if you're on Hinge and you see someone in Fort Greene, you... I'm like, I don't care what they look like, who they are. I don't care if they're 5'2". I'm like, yes. So what is it about? 5'2 slander on the pod. No, but you're 5'5". Five five. No, I don't know, but my, my brethren down here. Wait. <laughs> Nico, you present 5'8". You present oh, thanks. You don't seem 5'5". Your energy is actually taller than mine. Do you know what I mean? Like, when we were going to be Gaston in LeFou, you were going to be Gaston. Like, I, be <laughs> I think you, know you do have tall energy. You have Thanks. extremely tall energy. Thanks. Your energy is like Abraham Lincoln. Like, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Big hat. You got a big hat. Big hat, <laughs> secretly gay. Yeah. <laughs> Murdered <laughs> watching the darts. Yes. Slain. 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 That's right. That's right. Um, I think you can use Slain for a shot, by the way. I've been thinking about it the whole time. We'll have to look into it. Yeah. Um, okay, but... Yes, so you'll... I do. I just love Fort Greene. I think it's so beautiful. When I go to Fort Greene, they have a lovely farmer's market on Saturday. Mm-hmm. When I picture my life being 41, I'm like, oh, I think I want to be married with two kids in Fort Greene. 41? And 41, yeah. You really... And then next year, if we haven't made progress, I'll say 42. You got to <laughs> give yourself 13 years. That's science. And then so it doesn't feel like... Oh, Anytime you want. Fort Greene yeah, also still... Unlike Parkslope, Fort Greene, I think, still has like one foot in like fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. stuff is fun, but like it's fun in a different way. I feel like Fort Greene. It's family fun. Down it's family fun down there. Fun, like fun for the whole family. Whereas yeah. Fort Greene, there's still like one foot in like going out mm-hmm. or like seeing yes. a show or yeah. like whatever. Like the BAM is right there. I don't know if the BAM is right Yes, the BAM. Yeah. The BAM. I know what you mean. The BAM. There's a stop and shop here next to Barclays, which is disgusting, but so like it's there. There's a Chuck E. Cheese. Happening. Maybe it actually doesn't work. <laughs> There's, there's a, a big Uniqlo. Uniqlo. There's a Chuck E. Cheese. There's a Uniqlo. There's a giant Target. Target. The biggest Target with the fewest things, and I think that's incredible. It is huge in there, and, and it's also nothing. like there's nothing here. It always feels yes. ransacked. It always feels like it's like the <laughs> the day before the world is gonna end. Yeah, everyone. Like, <laughs> they are it, struggling to keep up with yeah, the that, that specific Target. Is that Target feels like the day before lockdown stuff, <laughs> and like everyone's like rushing. <laughs> it really does feel like the kind of room. That gets so messy that you're like, we just gotta move. No way to fix this. <laughs> Everything's yeah. on clearance all the time. It's yeah. like when Keep I worked at that beef jerky company and I was like, I haven't kept track of any of my spreadsheets. I just need to leave the shop. I don't know what money I'm Were you making the jerky? What were you doing? I was doing the influencer like marketing and like affiliate program. Like, wait, it's making me laugh so hard to think about you forgetting to do spreadsheets, but it's also making me laugh so hard thinking about you like, in a factory putting the jerky into the plastic. Yeah. <laughs> and no one knows that, like, the intensity of how bad I am at spreadsheets like you do. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. You know. I can't even imagine you do managing the spreadsheet. Because I won't. <laughs> Wait, I just think that, that that take on Target was the most important thing I've ever heard. Because <laughs> that, that is, really really is like, It's so funny, though. Like, I was saying this to Maddie when we went recently, where it's like, you can be as, like, non-materialistic or anti-capitalist as you think you are, but you walk into a Target and you're like, stuff. I love it. <laughs> so much stuff. I'll... Stuff you don't need, but you have to have it. It's <laughs> awesome. I love Target, dude. Yeah, it smells great. It smells like popcorn. It's always just like... I think that... Yeah. Like, going to, like, a big retail store like that within New York, though, it's just, like... It's, like, it's otherworldly. It's it just, like, so strange. Carolina, cause they used to go you know what they gotta do? Time. They gotta put MSNBC on the TVs and then you'll feel like you're in suburbia. Yes. I think there's also something about Target where you feel like you can revolutionize every part of your existence. Like, Which is a couple items. Yes. 
like, oh, there's every section is there. Their clothes are nice. You're like, I can get a new shirt. I can get a weighted yeah. blanket. I could get a new grocery item. I could get a fake plant and a candle. And a dumbbell. An Apple Watch. Like, and you feel totally <laughs> true. You, I don't know what it is about Target, but you kind of feel good. Okay. Oh. No, you go. I was going to say another another boys club that I don't feel a part of. But Wait, I, you that, that was a vulnerable club. That was the question. That was the first question. Yes. yes. Another so one that I don't feel, feel a part, like of, part of uh, is like wearing really cool and expensive sneakers. And ah, I feel like yeah, I feel yeah. like that's a thing in New York, maybe more than anywhere else, mm-hmm. at least where I've lived. And this is not to say that I'm not happy with my sneaker choice. I love I love my sneakers. There is like you guys know what I'm talking about, like a specific mm-hmm. type of like these have been in plastic for like two years. I'm mm-hmm. gonna wear them once and then put them back in my closet or whatever. I think who, that's a cool thing. Who do we have in that club? Is John in that club? Uh, John likes club. No, you know, the person who came to my mind was Jay Jordan's a big sneakerhead. Oh, sneakerheads. I yeah. never, I never had that. I never. Do you think that's partially because skating your shoes get ripped up so much, and that's more like oh, your culture? Maybe, maybe so. I, I honestly like where I grew up in San Diego. I didn't know anyone that. I just don't think it's a thing there. Yeah, and it might be a part of that. Like, there's more of like a. You kind of like beat up your shoes and you're yeah. skating and you're out you're out more or something. I, I don't know. It feels. I mean, like it is a big thing in New York, but it feels like what a dangerous game to play to have such nice shoes out here. Like you, I mean, they get dirty instantly, and you have to walk so much that they're gonna get scuffed up eventually. Sure. And there's all kinds of things you can step in. I heard someone. I used to work with this guy who who is from New York and was a big sneakerhead, mm-hmm. and he was like in L. A. and other. Most other places, you're driving, and so, like, your car is kind of, like, your status symbol if you're that kind of person. Mm. Whereas in New York, like, uh, shoes can be the status totally. symbol if that's, if that's your... That's your vehicle. If that's your thing. And I kind of get that, I guess. Yeah. I love when you said there's all kinds of things you can step in so earnestly. Because it's, yeah. like, that is true. And now I'm just, like, going through my mind, like, heroin, feces, human, animal. So like. Bad. There's diapers. So sticky, sticky stuff. Sticky there's stuff, all this sticky weird stuff, stuff in the subway. The yeah. Yes. But um, I like don't. I don't know any names of sneakers at all. And I'm not bragging because again, I think ignorance is not good to brag about. But I just like <laughs> and say that there's, <laughs> there's definitely like a look like what we described earlier about like a high top sneaker with like a Jordan. Yeah. Yes, but I would get I would get it the cheapest one for fifty dollars. That's a piece of shit. You want items that you can lose and that you can throw away and that can you can leave on an airplane, like really? Yeah, like shoes. all kinds of items. Your shoes? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like for sunglasses, I'm not gonna spend three hundred dollars on sunglasses. Yeah, that's insane. I'm like no. I'm yeah. voted most likely to lose my sunglasses in the ocean, so I never get nice ones. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah, I I just like I have this thing where like I want my shoes to be. And I, I recognize that this is like kind of like personal to me, but like, like it only applies to me probably. But like, I want my shoes to be as low profile as possible. Mm-hmm. I want my. What do you wear, Vivas? I wear That's like I sometimes will wear like Sambas. I'll sometimes wear Vans. I'll sometimes wear Superga. Shout yes. Out, shout mm-hmm. out to the boys back home. Wait, are uh, the Superga women's the same as Superga men? I think they're the exact same. So I really like the women's. They're high. They're low. No, I'm wearing the low ones. They might. They might have high. I sometimes Wait. wear, but like my crush I'll, in high school. I mean, in college, my, like, best love friend, she's actually a woman, so my crush, I shouldn't just throw that around, we're super good. They're nice. They, they're they're kind of like player. a, they're like a Vans, but, like, more, uh, mm-hmm. maybe more athletic, a little more tennis shoey. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the, so the thing that's in common with all of these is they, I, I like it to be kind of, like, small, almost like I'm not even, like a little, like a little slipper. I want, like, a little slipper at all times. Yeah. And I, I think the, the nice shoes, the nice sneakers are usually see. a little bit bigger. 
Yeah. More of a statement. The only big shoot, like, I got... These look so powerful. Let me see those. Those are cool. Yeah, I They're like powerful. those. Oh, those are cool. Yeah, the only shoes I have that maybe have... I mean, I have the... The Doc Martin boots are probably, like, the most, like... But even those, they're, they're black. They just have, like, a... They're just, like, bigger. Do you have high ones? Do they go up your ankles? They're right there. See, I, that is a heavy shoe. They are heavy. Yeah. One time I was Just running late to a show and I had to run and it was like running in ankle weights. But you can really stomp on something. If you had to stomp on something, you could really <sighs> do somebody it. somebody was trying to slay me. Are those Magic stomp? The other ones? No, those are mine. Those are also Doc Martens. Those are loafers. Those are Doc loafers? Those yeah, are Doc awesome. loafers. Right cost one fifty. I don't remember, but I can look it up for you. But probably something around that. But those are the... I, I also am not good about... I have... I have to throw away my old fans because they have holes in the bottom now, and I've just I've had them for five years. They disagree. Right? You've had those for five years. Maybe four. I've had them since I was let's see, 2018, 2019, 20, yeah, five years. I got them in 2018. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so I've had mine for less than a year, but I feel like they're done. No, Maddie's mad at me for having. I mean, they're probably bad for my feet. Like they're probably actually hurting. You my can. Feet. They can really. They no, get they really look sharp though. They look better when they're messed up, I think. I, I like them. It's just the... It, if the tops are fucked up, I don't really care, but the bottoms are... It's right. like, okay. You could, you could be stepping in soda out there. I could be stepping in bottom. soda, and yeah. God knows what, honestly. Totally. Heroin. <laughs> or heroin. It yeah. all comes back to heroin. Totally. I get... my I have this, like, irrational fear of being stabbed with a needle. I don't know where it started from. I kind of get that. I don't... Yeah, I'm, I don't love needles, and I think, like, the fear of someone coming up and, like, injecting you with something that you're not prepared for. That, that checks out. Yeah. And, like, I... A part of it for me is like, if they leave a needle in, it's kind of like dangling. Yeah. Like, terrible. Oh, uh, gross. Sorry. I, Sorry, boys, back home. I um, it's, it's like sometimes when we're coaching, you know, it's at it's at the parks and stuff, and so like sometimes like I'll see other kids at these playgrounds and stuff, and their parents are like letting them like crawl around or like, I'm like, oh my god, there's glass and who knows what on this ground. Okay, so my dad, he did one thing really good, and it was to get me not to do heroin ever, because <laughs> when we were like youngish, he was like, "Don't do heroin because what happens is you have to stick it in a vein, and you're gonna run out of veins, and they're gonna have to stick it in your dick." And I was like, "Oh my in fucking god, yes!" And it's like that's it's so crazy. I don't even know if that's valid or true, but it's the kind of thing where you're just like, and then you run out of veins in your dick eventually. Yes. Oh and then what? In between your toes. Oh, so we, oh my god. You oh go, my god. You go toes first, then dick. No. For sure. I oh my god. I would oh. My god. If it's between the two, I'm so I think you probably would. You go toast. But he did, like, he did a really, like, he said, he's like, I'm all I know is, like, I'm going to have kids that don't do heroin, and they're going to be gay. And then he did that, that he really did well. Right. Yeah, I mean. Never even crossed my mind. That'll know. deter you, for sure. Yeah. Connor, I was sitting next to your parents at the, at the, uh, half hour. Do they like it? They seem to really like it. Really? I was wondering who it was, because they were having such a great time. Ugh. And I was like, who are they? These, they seem connected. And at first I was like, maybe these are the parents of Nico's, like, kids. That he, yeah. that he uh, coaches or whatever because I knew they were going to be there. And then and then afterwards I saw you walking out with them and I was like, Connor's parents, look at that. That's fascinating. The straightest people you've ever seen. In the world. You think you know straight people, you see your parents. That's beautiful. But the, it's amazing what gayness straight Came out of them. can bring. I I do think about my like grandparents a lot and like, do you think that they had any idea like what they would do for gay rights? Like, <laughs> my grandfather was like a marine or something like there's no way that he could he have ever imagined he could have never known <laughs> yeah like what he could create that like Ooh. really just like moved the needle for so us. for the straight set um there's hope for you that you could there you never yeah. know what you could be doing unibrow unibrow his whole life or he, I he saw like, one, so he did like an anthony davis kind of vibe he just had one brow like one Single really big brow. brow you know anthony Single davis brow. 
He's the basketball player who has the unibrow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's like his whole like thing. Yeah. I kind of like the it. brow. I kind of like the unibrow. I like brows in general. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, okay, second question. Dad. What's a voice club that you are a part of? Yes. I can think of a few. <laughs> uh, the one that I was going to say is that like, and, and I will say that I don't know if I've totally earned my membership to this boys club, uh, but I think people let me into like someone that knows a lot about like outside stuff like hiking climbing yeah. swimming camping what brand is your hat that's a great question parade bath bathroom i think that makes sense i'm not sure this might been from a targeted instagram app. that looks like a cool outdoor brand i think that so some of my hobbies touch on the outdoorsy stuff mm-hmm. and i think people and I, and I it, they're just hobbies, but I think people think that like I live a very like outdoorsy lifestyle, which you I don't think is totally true. I don't have chacos. I have Burks. Chacos is like that's like serious youth stuff. camp. Yeah, youth youth group camp. I first saw I never saw chacos in Philadelphia. We did not have chacos. They were big in the south. Yes, I went on. You guys didn't have any chacos. No chacos in Philly. Wow. No Philly chacos. Philly's too too real for chacos. Yeah, that's what's too real place. Too cold too. Too cold. Yeah, but then I went to this. Before I started college, I went on this camping trip that was, like, to get to know people. Kind of embarrassing. Welcome to Elon. <laughs> it's funny. It was someone that dropped Elon 101, as we mentioned in the pod, but still went on this, like, pre-year camping trip. They'd like, love to do that in North Carolina. Yes. And that's the first time I saw Chacos. And I was like, oh, this is, like, the real deal. Mm-hmm. The same people... Chacos with socks. I think these people had no socks. Chocks and socks, as they used to say. Chocks and socks. Chocks Did you have like an, a, a water bottle that has all your stickers on it? From all yeah. The places? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up until like a year ago, probably. I, like something, like I had to throw it away, but like oh. for a long time I did have a water bottle for my stickers. And I think like a part of it is like being from California, being close to the, like the great mm-hmm. outdoors at all times. Uh, but, but like if I had to like do a rescue, if I had to do like, if, the, if I was camping and something happened where it would like require like rope skills or something or like true outdoorsiness yeah count me out can't do it yeah well that's a whole nother level. that's a whole other thing i feel like your interests kind of perfectly balance the indoor outdoor Thank i feel you. like you have a good healthy balance of like indoor activities outdoor you i mean you're we could take you anywhere inside or outside that's very nice i that's maybe true i you know i was thinking because i was just home uh in california for the for the thanksgiving break and i was with a bunch of my california friends who were just like oh we love the we, New York seems fun, but we just love being outside so much. Like, we couldn't we couldn't not be close to, like, the mountains or whatever, or, like, mm-hmm. the beach. And I, for a long time, I thought of myself that way, too, where I was like, I do love the outside. I got to eventually move back. But I've kind of come around to being like, honestly, no. Like, I think I'm more of, like, this kind of person than a California yeah. kind of person. And just terms of, like, like, I don't require a freaking forest yeah. near me in order to feel like myself. Yeah. I do miss in North Carolina that you would drive and see the sunset on a mountain if you could. You could be like, okay, let's just go to the climate mountain right now. That would be like a normal thing. I really like that and given the opportunity, love to take it. But I think I get similar like enjoyment from seeing like the city skyline at sunset. Yeah. Me too. Kind of both for me. Like they're both both very good. I like both. I it is nice like when I was home in Savannah you know, we technically live on like an island, and so there's like, oh, and there's a bunch of palm trees. It's very like you're like, oh, this is like feels like almost like a jungle. It's like very, yeah, super outdoor. Um, but I don't know something about being in New York. I feel like you appreciate the outside so much because it's like you you just have the parks, and it's like you. I don't know. I feel like I have such a more of a like when I went to the botanical gardens with Maddie, we were like, holy shit, this is awesome. 
And I feel like you don't yeah, appreciate novelty. it as much. It's a bit if of a novelty movie. Here. Yeah. Totally. In Dumbo. Like Botanical Gardens? Yeah. In Prospect Spark. Prospect Spark. Prospect Spark. Um, yeah, like right, like Prospect Park next to it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta go there. We can go. Do I got Maddie. I got Maddie a uh, pass for her birthday, so we'll take you as our plus one. But you both get a plus one. No, I got her the dual membership, and so that we could go together, one. and then we have a plus one. So three of you can go. You can come. <laughs> I'm jazzed. Chicago has an incredible botanical garden. I've heard so. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you, you love Chicago. Florida, he does love Chicago. Where did you live? Chicago. Where did you go? Where did you live? What did you do? Wait, do you know Chicago? No, I was there this year for like. Oh jeez. Wait, I have a client who's like 31. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Don't worry, she does. And she, I, she's a client in Chicago, and I haven't talked to her since before COVID. She says that the last class she took was in March of 2020. She shows up at class this week, and I'm like, in New York, girl, I know. But you're yeah. doing it, you're doing it on Zoom, or she comes to New York. She she is she's test running New York for a month. Fascinating. Test running. Fascinating. And I was like, I wonder. Part of this is that she's just like not married, and this is this is the narrative that I've created in my head for her. And in New York, like, being married or engaged is just, like, the least interesting thing about a person. Like, you just don't know. People don't care. Like, it's it's just, like, everyone's doing their own thing. Sure. And I think Chicago is not, like, like, Chicago is much more, like, stay here, like, buy a house. Yeah, there's, like, Midwestern values. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is interesting. It probably is the least interesting thing about a person. I said that to her. I was like, none of these people are married. And she didn't ask. She didn't <laughs> And then unsolicited advice. Well, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Like coming, like coming. Yeah. Like, you're like in your thirties. Like you know, like I'd like to try something new. It has been. Yeah. Has been clicking romantically in Chicago. You come to yeah. New York, probably. Yeah. Right. Bigger no. pool at the very least. Yes. Yes. Ab- yes. What did she say? Was she like, I didn't even want to talk about that with you. Well, it was so awkward because I said, now these people are married. Except for that girl just got married two weeks ago. Didn't invite me. And I said, you're going to have kids soon? And she's like, I'm 29. I'm not going to have kids soon. And then it was just like, well, don't brag about being married in front of a girl. Like, I didn't even need you to be here. The point You are just sowing dissent and chaos into that room. (laughs) I really do love my clients so much. I know that's Do you get them all razzed up like that before they get on those machines? fucking love it. Are they soul cycling? Solid. My dad thinks I work at SoulCycle too. Sometimes I'll be like, how's SoulCycle? And I'll be like, I, I'm sorry. I you do both no. though. No, you, I have minimal expectations for you. I knew, but job. there's a bike involved. There's a stationary bike. Um, it's a, it's not Pilates. It's strength training, but it's on a, a machine that resembles a Pilates reformer. But it's technically not Pilates. Big thing, yeah. And. Is it really technically not Pilates? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because when they, need, if they listen like to this, they're going to be annoyed or something. Like, it's Pilates. Yeah. But, um. Most of my clients, especially in New York, are just like these like hot, cool girl bosses sure. that make like a fuck ton of money. Yes. I think most of them are not married, or they're just like freshly dating some like cool guy that like knows what crypto is, and they. So how cool is he really? Exactly, and it's always in, <laughs> always in Alex. You know what I mean? If those are only in Alex, and yeah, they're just like cool hot girls with nice hands. Oh I yeah, know. I listened to the nice hands. I listened to the nice hands conversation yes. this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, feel wait, I just clocked someone's hands and I wanted to send a picture of their hands to you and I forget who it was now. Mm. I don't remember. I, I also think nice hands are, are cool. But I think there's different sort of like, there's like a, there's not one thing that makes a hand nice. Like I think there's many different types of nice Absolutely, hands. absolutely. Yeah, that's important to say. Yeah. Like I saw so this really hot hands. girl with gorgeous hands and she said, no, they're really dry right now. And then I was like, I wasn't even thinking about that. But you have really nice rings and pearl nails. Like, so I, like, I'm obsessed. Mm. But to her, she, but it was just like, The dryness is what's it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Everyone's their harshest hand critic. You know, it's like, it's true. You, no one's even good no. at that thing. Don't worry yeah. about it. That's another number. Wait, so you, 
who are a part of people who know what's happening outside. I, w- I will say I am, but I, I sometimes don't think it's warranted. But I do, all of the things I like do for fun, or a lot of them are outside type stuff. Mm-hmm. And so people will often talk to me about it or invite me to things, and I love going, but I sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm a bit of an imposter here. I feel like you're someone that could figure out where to hang a hammock in a park. See, that's what I'm saying. And I, you know what, I could do that, actually. I <laughs> have you ever but, slacklined? Yes, I have done that. Have you done that? I have done that. Um... No, never successfully. I put my foot on it for one second. It was so wildly. I was like, mm-hmm, well, here's the thing. Okay, I think this is like this is like the line though. It's like I can do both of those things, but I don't own either of those. Sure. Things. Yeah. yeah. I don't own a slack line, and I'm not like inviting people out to like throw up hammocks and then do the slack line. Is the word liminal relevant here? I don't know. Liminal? I don't know either. I think this might be that you're occupying a liminal space. Maybe. Yeah. Where you don't exist as someone that you're starting with a thesis and working backwards right now. <laughs> That's nice. I I know. I think you're. That's right. a good weekly callback. <laughs> and the callback can be from another episode. It's like, boom, shit. Somebody at home is real, and my sister is loving it. A real treat for the boys. Which sister yeah. do we got on here? Uh, Soph is a big listener. Soph. Soph. Sweet Soph. What's up, Soph? Soph, um, I think you're so hot, but not in a weird way. Yeah. Cut that. No, we don't have to cut that. Keep it. When you call a woman hot, it has a different connotation. Oh, is that really? In a good way. It's safe. And you know that I'm not getting anything out of it, so I really do mean it. That's what I mean. I wouldn't say it, but I mean it. Exactly. That's what <laughs> I, I mean. It's a safe It's a safe and earnest hot. hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, safe and earnest. That is a boys club that I think I get I get put into. That I think I am. Yeah. Like, yeah, like outside outside person. Have you read Cheryl Shades Wild? I have not, but she came and spoke at my college. Did she speak at yours too? No, uh, 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 no one spoke at Elon. It's well, honestly, the, the way you describe Elon kind of sounds like where I went to school, which is Chapman University. Go Wait, Panthers! Do you know that? Chatham? Chapman? It's oh, in... my, there was a rumor that Miley Cyrus was going to go there, and then she didn't. Oh, you okay. had a, you have L A vibes. You have L A background. L A vibes. It is. It's like they advertise it as being in L A, but it's like a little south. It's Orange kind of like County. Orange, Orange County. Orange County. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, but she did come to speak at Chapman, and uh, I went for some reason and was like. Like, I, like, wrote down... I still have notes in my phone from things she said, because I was like, that is... She's amazing. Like, her her little quotes were so good. Huh. She talked about how you can't ruin your life. And in college, that, like, really, like, messed Oh, that's awesome. Like, that was the whole, like, theme of her. That's I a great... quotes from her. That's a yeah. great thing to say to college students. She was basically like, you can make any decision. You can, like, fuck up as hard as you want right now in, in, when you're younger, and you, you can't ruin your life. It'll be very difficult to ruin your life. Like, yeah. you can always kind of re, reroute yeah wow i'm a, i'm gonna make this up totally about myself <laughs> yeah she has this quote it's like you cannot know what makes one thing happen and then another she's like what if i'm not sorry that i did her what if i learned something from heroin what if all those men that i treated badly i did x y and z like all i know is that i like where i'm at right now and i think it's funny it's because nice. i always think how i found and most i love where i am right now and it was the most roundabout way to get there like, and it's like, hey, maybe if you didn't do fucking Teach for America, you would have moved to New York too early and died in a subway. Or you would yeah. have started a partnership with the wrong creative person, or you would have not found stand-up because you thought that you had to do improv for some reason. And it's like, maybe all those things you actually like had to do. And who cares? Because like, now you're here. And it's like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, people say that a lot. I mean, I think about that a lot with like coming out and stuff like that. It's like, oh, what if I knew this earlier? What if it was like cultivated in my life at a younger age? But it's like... You can't go back and rewrite. You could never know. So it's like, as long yeah. as you're happy with where it's at, like you learn so much from, I love that idea of learning something from having done and being, been addicted to heroin like she was. You know what I mean? Like, cause you've got to rewind. 
I think I, I've at least seen the Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, I watched the, I watched watched the movie. Yeah. Um, I think that's why she was there. I think this might have been that movie came out in like what 2015 when I was in college. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon's amazing that she can act in a role like that, and you like, and it's so believable. She's so talented, so good. Because then when you hear her in real life, she's got the thickest southern. Like you're like, no way. Oh, does she really? She has such a southern accent. She's from somewhere. She's like. She's from like Georgia or something. Yeah, like it's thick in a way yeah. where you're like, she's really she might be from Texas. She's got to like really. T- turn it off for yeah. anything else she does otherwise it's like because she was at woods we love reese witherspoon we do yeah I don't I don't she would come on the if pod. she'll if she'll come on the pod we'll have her and her book club we should we should join her book club a boys club reese boys club book club yeah, yeah collab. we were so far we have one book two books wild uh-huh and bittersweet and you're reading fight club right now i am reading fight club right now <sighs> I, don't, I don't love it right now what part are you at um, uh, it's just starting. Well, do you think maybe since you know, like, the big... Maybe because I know what's happening, but I think, yeah, I think I'm reading it in a different way because I know what's going to happen. And Wait, I'm is also... the book a memoir? No. It's not it's a novel. fiction. Yeah. Go on. It's fiction. Totally. <laughs> not true, true, <laughs> fiction, true, nothing. Um, it's all pretend. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm only at the part where they just are kind of explaining what Fight Club is. Like, Fight Club just started. Yeah. yeah, the actual Fight Club part. So, yeah, but I think maybe because I know what's gonna happen. Give me a twist. So I think I'm reading it in that lens, and like it's like distorting it a little bit for me. I mean, I like it, but it's definitely I'm not like so sucked in. Where who, did someone give it to you? No, I bought it because I learned that the author is gay, and then I was like Shut wanted to go back and read it with that in mind. I I look I did first learn it on TikTok, and then I looked into it. Yes, read it. Mm, I'll have to look on Reddit. But because of Moss, I just got on Reddit. Oh, Moss is big on Reddit. Huh? He loves fragrance, fragrances on Reddit mm-hmm. and um, Thomas Pynchon, the author. Oh, the Thomas Pynchon subreddit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. He loves those those two, he said. Um, so anyway, so I'm reading it also to kind of see if there's like queer undertones in it. Because I think there probably are. Queer theory. Queer, I'm, I'm reading it through a queer theorist lens. Yes. <laughs> English. Wait, what did you, did you major in English? Uh, film. But I had an English minor. No. Wait, I didn't know I that. Read a couple of read a couple of things. I didn't know you had an English college. minor. That's cool. But it was film. Did you read On the Road by Jack Kerouac? Yeah. And I think our I, first guest to say yes to that question, you ask everybody. I can't, I, wait. I can't remember if I read that in college. Do you or, remember it? Yeah, I think is there. There's a movie, right? There is that the thing. Casey Mike tattoo. Yeah. Oh, burn, I, burn, burn. It's. I love the. I love the placement, and I also see you have a tattoo on the. Oh, this one was an accident. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> I got two tattoos back-to-back days because I was living in Baltimore, and there's a ton to do in Baltimore, but not that much. And How many places have you lived? It's unbelievable. He's been everywhere. Where? Okay. I learned something because new I, every be- day. Before we turned on the, the mics, uh, we were talking, and I thought you were from Boston. I've been so sure you were from Boston. I think that is a compliment because I think that, like, that's the real East Coast of But have you ever lived in Boston? No. I have a friend that lives there. It's Maddie. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, well, all of our friends. Yeah. My brother lived there for a while. I really wanted to go to Emerson College. Me too. <laughs> we almost were classmates. It's okay that we didn't go there. You know? I'm kind of glad I didn't because I think I'd be way like weirder than I am now. No, sure. yeah. I mean, I, I, it seems like a great place. I like, think Andrew Durso has a great joke about Emerson. Sure also, so everyone we know has gone to Emerson. Like, it's yeah. like half the people I know. Yeah. Emerson. Or yeah. NYU. Yeah. Yeah. Emerson and Tish. Or, Emerson is like Tish, but. 
in a worse place. Maybe? Well, it's like, and then that's kind of true for like Chapman and like USC. Like USC is like the NYU, and if you don't get in there, you probably go to Chapman. I looked at like Chapman and Loyola Marymount. Oh yeah, that's similar, very similar. All like I like wanted to be in LA. Occidental. Oh, is that where Obama went for like a yes, second? for a minute, like yeah. a oh yeah, period of time. Yeah, like, like, a, like a semester or something. Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyway, sorry. You would you like in Baltimore? California? Oh wait, I was in Baltimore and I got a tattoo. I don't know why I got the tattoo. I wanted to like define myself. You know when you're just like, like figuring out who the fuck you are. How old were you at this time? Twenty one. Twenty one. So I get one tattoo, and then I decide I'm like if I go back and I literally wore a sorority tank that said Alpha Z Delta on it because mm-hmm. I was like I and I said can you draw it so it peeks out of this tank. Because, like, in my mind, I was, like, the only time people are going to see this is, like, at the Elon University gym, and I wanted to make sure that it, like, looks little, incredible. Because I didn't think that life would go on after college, I guess. And then the, I went back, like, two days later to get the one here because I wanted to come back with two tattoos, not one, just cool. So that one was, like, okay. Yeah, one that's, like, you're just trying something out. Yeah. Two, two in your life. I one year of fake Yeah. <laughs> that is one of my favorite things about your tattoo is that you got <laughs> that that's why you got two. Back to, like, literally, like, in, within a week. And then never days. again? Never again. I don't really want to go back. Yeah. Like, I would. Like, I would get... I would do their things I would do. Okay. I just... Sure. I'm not in a rush. Okay. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The last question is, what is a boys club you wish to see in the world or create? Yes. This one's kind of tricky. The one, I, I kind of want to do a boys club for people that just, like, don't like going to museums. Yeah. When my mom was here, she, like, really wanted to go to the Whitney... And I was like, Mom, I'm, I'm sure it's digitized. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is. You can see all that, just not... Uh, here's the thing. It's like, I like I like art, and I like feeling something from art, but I never have fun at museums. I'm you don't want to walk around, and you don't want to have to like... I want to be silly. Sometimes the best museum experiences I've had are when it's like with some friends, and we can be really silly, and like mm-hmm. kind of make fun of everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, and I'm, yeah. and I feel, and that's one of those things. Like I feel like admitting that I don't like museums is like admitting you don't like to read. Like I it know. has the same kind of thing where or it's that like, you don't vote. Or that you don't vote it is very very similar. It's like mm-hmm. social capital around museums, and like yeah. I'm gonna say it here. Like I don't really want to go to a museum. That's Wait, so, okay. and you don't like dogs either. I love dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I also love dogs, but it's true that he's those just are, trying to find community. Uh, <laughs> those are you don't love dogs. I have no opinion on dogs. I, they don't do anything for me. I'm just like, all right, whatever. Interesting. Did, I, you, did you have a dog as a kid? No. That's it. If you if you have a dog, if you've got a dog now, even as a neutral dog person, within two days, you'd be like, I you'd love get that dog. it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think you would like your own dog. I don't think you like any of them. Wait, but museums, I feel the same way about museums. Is that it's true that they're a social capital? You're like, I'm, it's so awkward to be like, I think museums are boring as hell. To be like, I think like to go to a museum, you have to, at least I feel that I have to act kind of serious the whole mm-hmm. time. And I have to like be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like to, to show that I'm enjoying it or like appreciating it or whatever. And I guess that there's some truth to that. But like every time I'm there, I just kind of want to like run around and like make it a little fucking more exciting. It's so yeah, yeah. And this, there's one or two museums I've been to where I'm like, this is awesome. Wait, what? The Dia Beacon. Shout out Dia Beacon. Anyone been there? Where is that? It's in Beacon, New York. Quick train ride up. Very, very fun. Oh, you did tell me about that. It's awesome. The Dia. The, the D, uh, I think that Dia might be sort of like a... They might have a couple different... It's like they own a bunch of them or something like that. Art? Art. The Dia Beacon, it's like uh, installations that were like made for the space. I might be making that up. That might be wrong. But it's like really, really big rooms. Very beautiful light. And these like gigantic pieces that you can kind of like move around and look at, and it's really fun. It's super duper fun. Um, 
But I think that's because like you get to have fun. Like you, they like encourage you to be like right to have a good time. I like every New York museum I've been to. I'm kind of like a little stuffy in here. A little yeah, bit boring. I think also yeah. we uh we approach museums. I'd be interested to hear from like a real like art historian or like museum person how you're supposed to experience museums because like there's too much damn stuff to do. I mean, you couldn't do the entire Met in a di- you know a weekend. I know the Louvre. I forget what they took. I was on a tour there this summer when I was on vacation with my family, and I forget what it was, but it would take, like, I want to say, like, a full year if you spent the entire day. You Then you could actually see everything in the Louvre. Like, Wait, there's one full year? Something like that. It would wow. be, like, you would have to go every single day and spend the entire day there that it's open to see everything that's in there. Like, it's a crazy amount of that's stuff. That's wild. So my point being, like, I think we sometimes... Big? Yeah, it's huge. It's like a palace. It's like a whole, like, plaza. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. Um... My point being that I think we, like, go into museums, like, trying to do everything in a way that's, like, you're just inundated with shit. You don't, like, actually, like... I would rather deep dive into, like, one One cool exhibit. Yeah. I also feel like every time I go, I'm, like, it's 2 o'clock and I'm so sleepy. Wait, I feel like the temperature's never right and they want you to stand the whole time and it's, like... We, I'm ready to sit down and take off my jacket. What if there was like a little trap? Oh, moving, dude, I was just thinking, like a little, <laughs> yeah. like a, sort of like a and ride. And you're like sitting in front of it and it would tell you about it. It's a small world after if all. If it was a small world style ride. Yes. Or, like a, or like an airport, like moving walkway type thing where you can just yeah. sort of, that's awesome. Yeah. A museum to me is the kind of thing, you know how you never have to go to sixth grade dance ever again? And like yeah. you don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, not a good experience. That to me is museum. I love my sixth grade dance. I had the best time. And that's privilege. I'm hearing actually privilege from a lot of people. I just remember it was the first time I was like, we can be so free and we can have the best time. Yeah. They had slushies. I had like, there was a whole slushie machine. I remember thinking it doesn't feel good when I grind with my jeans. You know what I mean? Yeah. This feels awful. Well, I didn't do that, but I just danced the the night away. I thought we didn't ever grind again. You also don't have to ever grind again. Like there's so many good things. Certainly not. But museums fall into that category of thing where it's like, you actually really don't have to ever do this. Well, the thing is though, like when someone comes to New York and they're like, we'd love to do museums, Uh, it's the kind of thing that I'm embarrassed to say no to. Mm -hmm. Like I'd rather not do that. Cause it's like, it makes, it's like, oh, are you an idiot then? It's like like, burning $25 sometimes. Wait, if you need someone to practice too, let us know. We yeah, practice like, like saying hey, no to music. I'm not doing that. Or, or it's like, I'll go, but only if we can like make fun of like half the things we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you go and you'll be like, we'll be there for 80 minutes. That's a long time. Okay, like you're right. 50, 45? 50, 30, yeah. 20 minutes. We're going to walk 80, by. No, 80 minutes is probably the average time you go. You go for like longer than a movie. Yeah. You go for a long time. Yeah. In museum. It's a whole thing. I'm not going. And yeah. I'm not doing mini golf either. Oh. You have I've mini golfed with you. Do you think no. this is a podcast about things I hate and I feel bad? This particular episode? Yeah. I mean, you've been railing on some stuff, but I've enjoyed it. I hate mini golf. Oh, Spotify. We, I, I, so I was trying to keep quiet for the Spotify rap thing. I want to talk about mini golf too. About Spotify. all too well. Oh, all too well. We never talk about all too well. We do have to talk about all too well. Okay, we have a couple things yeah. to unpack. I'm gonna go to the bathroom really fast. Yeah. Yes. You can keep I'm gonna get another whole, water. Keep this whole thing in. Do you need more water? I mean, do you need anything? Wait, no, I'm sad. I've been. Wait, one of my favorite Sam Sorokin phrases is "You gotta say yes to New York." What? What <laughs> he said that to me one time, and I I repeat it all the time. Yeah. I credit you, but I'm like I oh, I love that. Please, no, I mean that's take it. You I gotta. don't remember why I said, but yeah, I, I agree. You, you do have to. You gotta say yes to New York. You gotta say yes to Epic Life yes. at all times. Yes, to and Epic I feel life. like New York. Oh, epic Life. You gotta say yes to Epic Life. <laughs> you got it. That's the only way. Like any 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 opportunity to live Epic Life, you have to say yes. Wait, you have to start a company called Epic Life. This is, okay, I can't, I don't know if, 
there I had a t-shirt that was gifted to me I think by my sister that just said yes to Epic Life on it. So this is not Epic Life is not exactly my Wait, I feel weirdly energized and excited. Thinking about Epic Life. Yes. It was yes. Like, just say yes. It is easy to forget that I saw like, your posture got really you're upright. Living, you're living in Epic Life. You're in New York City. You're like you're like doing what you love. You do comedy, you got a podcast, you have a Tootsie Pop all of a sudden. I want to say we took a small break. <laughs> epic life. <laughs> and you're saying yes, epic life, but it's very, very important. And it's easy to not it's easy to say no to epic life. Yeah. But you can't. You got If there's yes. anything I want to just like impart to the boys back home, mostly to Sophie, just say yes to Epic Life. At yeah. All times. And yeah. yes to New York. And yes if to New York. And if, in, if you're in New York, say yes to New York as well. Those are two things. But they kind of go hand in hand. Absolutely. It does feel like usually the world is like normal. And then there will be this one moment where I have like this shooting memory that we're all just like on a planet that's like spiraling towards nothing in a million miles an hour we're all gonna end in dust yeah and then it's like oh yeah none of this matters but in like a beautiful way we're totally. like fuck this shit yeah like it's i'm mad about like, what it's yeah. like yeah it's like when people would say yolo it's the same it's like that that almost like feels like you're like throwing some sort of like negative like despair into it or something yeah my sister all the time she won't hear this but she'll always be like we're all just on a rock and we're gonna like the world is gonna blow up and like whatever and for a long time i'd be like Sid. that's so negative but i think she's saying yes to epic life it's, po- it's yes. just another way to say yes to epic it's life. a way to be like why are we stressed about this thing yeah. that's so stupid and meaningless totally like yeah yeah you break up with the love of your life hey you'll see him in heaven you know what i mean yes that's fine Ta- relax or you'll meet the real love of your life if you broke up with in heaven okay I had this this is okay this reminds me of this this is a way less impactful statement about the love like going off the love of your life thing I had this teacher in college who was like this total bro his name was Mr. Hartley no not college high school Mr. Hartley US history teacher Coach, coach of the lacrosse team. You painted such a picture. And, 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 and that's his real project. That's his real job. 100%. He cared more about lacrosse. And he was like mm-hmm. very, he was like handsome. He was probably like 40, but like really good looking guy. I picture but like handsome. jock, jock level handsome. Yeah. And Married? Kids? Um, Probably. I can't remember for sure, but it would, I bet. Hope so. Um, but everyone thought he was hot and I always kind of thought he was a dick. And I was in his class, like, early or something like i was one of the few people in there when i got the email that i didn't get into my dream school oh and i was like oh. wait was it emerson it was nyu no it's not emerson i got into emerson come on oh my <laughs> this is such a sad story i didn't get into nyu and i was really trying to go there that was like where i wanted to go tish tish big time didn't get in and mr hartley this big bro had to see me experience this I didn't, did you cry i didn't cry then but i i definitely like made like a oh like i kind of had that and it was nearby and he came over and he was like, what? And I was like, I didn't get into my dream school. And he was like, if you didn't get into your dream school, it's not your dream school. You're gonna get into your dream school. Like, you're gonna, like, that's, it's not your dream school. If you break up with the love of your life, they're not the love of your life. Absolutely. Or if you're not, if you, Mr. Hartley said it, and I thought of him so differently after that. I was like, wait, that was actually kind of like a tender yeah. thing that he said. And so true. Yeah. So, so true. Yeah. I love Sister so, Hartley. Dude, where is he now? I don't know. We'll look him up after One of the boys at home, perhaps. He was a beautiful... I think that everyone should always have to go look at the faculty list at their high school, like, every year. And look at Just to keep tabs. Yeah. Did you see that I posted on my close friends? Which will absolutely add you to it. Yeah. You <laughs> it's, a it's a lot of fun. You, you're going to want to be on there. <laughs> the lady, I'm like, she had gout and she cast these punches. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't and you post on there. Sister Therese recently? Here's the thing. I cannot absolutely find, the oldest woman you've ever seen. I cannot find a single trace of Sister Therese online. Do you think she's alive or dead? I'm sure she's dead. Like, she was kind of blind and deaf and, like, 
because she was so old. Not long for this world, even yeah. back then. But it's just funny that she taught us reading, and it was like, that is such an important thing to learn. <laughs> and it's like you're giving her just like this extra, like, it's like, oh, just like a fake job, reading specialist. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> reading so, specialist? Kind of building blocks of existence, yeah. yeah. It's like the only thing we needed to learn in school was to read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then she really would take me to her room in the in the convent and give me cookies. Like that's those really little, like, like the little man on them. Do you know what I'm talking about? I just man. love picturing a small version of you with an old blind nun. <laughs> Are these religious cookies? What what little man? No, they were like... Um, oh, the chessmen. Like, close. No, close. I love the way you said The Pilgrim. Oh, the Chessmen. I don't know. We're going to get into that. I don't know what that but is. I can picture those. You know that they're made by Pepperidge Farms. By Milano. The they're Milano like Milano's people. and the Chessmen. This is, you know the people that did Milano's. I don't the know. The Cone Brothers. We they also have, did we, I didn't have a Chessman. We didn't have Chessmen. Right. The Chessmen were, were like a shortbread cookie that had yeah. like the chess players on them. Oh, I didn't even realize that's why they were called Chessmen. Yeah, there's like the little horses on them. Well, these what? were called like, it's like some Keebler... Oh, yeah, so you're talking about the, el- the elves. Yeah. Oh. oh, and I said little man. That was the little man. The, the fudge stripes. The fudge stripes. No. But like, but they had the, like, I think I can think it of It was the thing. same brand. Keebler. Yeah. When you said little man, I went immediately to, like, some, like, religious cookie with, like, a no. man praying on it or something. No. She was religious. And she had a studio and bedroom. Famously. And then she had a studio bedroom. <laughs> her bedroom, and then she had her own bathroom. She, like, lived, she lived there? Yeah. It's just funny to describe the yeah. nuns' quarters as a studio apartment. She has studio. What I think is crazy about nuns is that once you're in, you can just like go leave and come to that school as you please. And I think that's why. You can go in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah that's you, can so go out. you can go and out and come home at three. You're like guaranteed a job because you're like kind of on retainer and they don't have to pay you. Yeah. And like that's nuts. That'd be sick to be a, to be a teacher. I think there was going to be a nun. Wait. Wait. You're so sweet. Your thoughts on Spotify? My, okay, wait. Yeah, what was I going to say about that? Spotify okay, rap. the Spotify rap thing. I think that around this time of year, everyone's every big company is trying to like claim a like day to like sell shit. Like Black Friday, yeah. Cyber Monday, Honda deals Tuesday, or whatever. Like mm-hmm. every like they're trying to make like these like holiday event type days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say that Spotify, even though they're not really selling anything per se, they have created like kind of at this point like an event, like mm-hmm. it's Spotify Wrapped Day. I'm not sure if they do it at the same time every year. They probably do. I mean, the exact day every year. But it feels to me like they're trying to, like, engineer us to be like, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving's yeah. over. Like, the holidays are right around the corner. Boom. Spotify wrapped. And it's like, I don't know what they get from it other than, like, it just, like, drums up sort of, like, This girl on, on Apple Spotify. Music posted, I'm having intense FOMO right now. To not have rap. Megan Smith. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, you I, said something about that. I wonder how many people jump ship every year. Like, if they yeah. really... I mean, maybe they I, do. I, I like, like it. I like seeing it. I don't... I wouldn't ever post mine. I think that that's maybe a little bit too, like, look how... You know, like, like you were saying. But I don't mind like, people... I'm a fucking loser. I think it's... it's <laughs> and maybe that... I wonder if they're in on the... I can't tell if they're in on the joke of this or not. Because I saw people who posted the kind of crazy ones that are like... Your vibe is sad boy fuck hour or like whatever. You know what I mean? And that's right. how you start. Like that one was kind of so crazy that a lot of people posted this. was like, what the fuck, Spotify? Yeah. So I wonder if they're in on the joke because the people who won't earnestly post will like jokingly post. Yeah. I don't know if they're smart enough for that. But I did see a lot of people I knew like be. But I said to you months ago, I said I hope we're on people's Spotify wrapped. Did you say that to me? I, said, I don't know who thought that was. I don't know. But like, we, a, and a you were. To us. Yeah. Issa, Issa posted We those? were on Issa's and I know we're on my dad's. I know for sure. We're on Soph's. We're on my mom's. There you go. So, you know. If they want to make that public information, that's I bet we're on Gen Waggles. Shout out Carney Family. Play his music. 
Apple Music is the only Apple product that is the Android of that thing. Whoa, totally. definitely. You know oh, what I mean? That's exactly right. That is a really well said. should submit that for something. That's really, that's <laughs> exactly right. I'll text MSNBC so you guys got to release no, this. No, it is like if you use Apple Music, it's like, oh, how am I going to share anything with you? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was about to say some other thing about Spotify too, but I kind of forget. What about All Too Well? Oh, We're, we're talking well. T-Swift pre pre. We were talking about... T Swift. Uh, I think this is a controversial opinion. What? The, the, okay, yeah. So I'll state the opinion. Started the boys back home at home. What do you guys normally say? Boys at home. We say I love boys back home because that's like we're at war, and I think that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Started the boys at home because I know this is controversial, but I love the song all too well, <clears throat> and I think that the ten minute cut uh, ruined the song. That's my take on it, and I'll tell Which you. Which I agree with, and it's no, you go. But let's. I'll just say this. I think that all too well. For a long time, and, and Swifties remember, was kind of like a deep cut for a bit there. For like, mm-hmm. she like she like played it on like her first uh, NPR Tiny Desk, and she was like, I so often am told that this is like people's favorite song of mine, and that's so flattering because it's so personal to me, and like it wasn't really a single, it wasn't blah blah blah. Maybe it was a single, who knows? But like, I, I never felt like it was like the radio play. It was not what the novice Taylor Swift fans knew. Right. I think there's it another was... song that fits in that category. Can I tell you what it is? Yes. Do you want to guess? I probably won't know. You, you tell me. I'm not I sure. think Haunted is like that. I don't even know that song. I, I think Haunted is incredible. Really? And unique in a way that is similar to All Too Well. I'll have but to it is to not it. the radio hit. Where, what album is that on? Speak Now. So. I think it is okay. indescribably incredible. I okay. think it's the best song that actually she God did. ever made. Yeah. God ever made. Okay, I will, that's huge. Okay. I'll listen to it. So she says it's intimate. But she, she, yeah, I just think it had this sort of like, it was a very special song that if you knew, you knew, and it wasn't like commercialized. And then over time, it got like kind of picked up and everyone was catching onto it, which is great. And then I feel like the machine, like the, the like music machine was like, all right, this is a big song. And we didn't capitalize on, on it back then. Mm-hmm. So now let's like blow this shit up. We'll do a ten minute cut. We'll make a whole ass music video. We're gonna make it like her big thing before. They, oh, they did a music video. There was a kind of yeah ten minute thing. And look, the song's great, still is. But mm-hmm. like some of those extra verse, I don't want to know any song for ten minutes. It's yeah, just like, also, What I loved about it was the power ballad aspect. Yeah. That is stripped out of the ten minute version completely. Mm. They're they're like it's like a different song like it's like not like it's not acoustic but it's like taylor light mm, yeah. and it's like no this old thing that she had where there were like all these instruments and it felt elson like, johnny was there violins in that first version they might have the first version is incredible it's like so good. i'll say this i would rather listen to the original that's good Brano twice yeah. Then yes. all that extra stuff. Then the full, then the, you know what I mean? I'd rather listen to it. Yeah. Because I like to hear, like, the, the big parts of the, I want to, like, play it back. Yeah. She also performed it at, she did perform it at the time on a big award show, and I forgot what the award show was. But at the time, she, after, it's just quiet, and she looks at the audience like this. And it was like, okay, relax. Like, <laughs> woman scorned. Oh, she was scorned? Or she, she's, she, like, she was mad. She's, wow. like, pissed. And it was just like fascinating because it was like, okay, like this is like a lot. Yeah. Do you but, have a favorite line from it? Um, wait, yeah. Call me up again just to break me like a I promise. Knew I knew it. So casually cool in the name of being honest. That's a great one. Yeah. I was listening to it the other day and I, the 10 minute version actually, but, and I'm not a big enough Taylor Swift fan to know what's in the 10 and what's not. So I'm not sure. It's at least in the 10 minute version. I will tell you. When she says, um, 
uh, my like the part where she's like, my dad watched me like wait for you to come, and he said it's supposed to be fun turning twenty one. That's, that's not, new. That's new. Yeah. Okay, that part I was like. We give her a lot of credit for, of course, being a great songwriter and performer, but, like, I think people underestimate how impressive it is to be that vulnerable because that is such a vulnerable moment to be like, my boyfriend did not come to my 21st birthday, and I was there with just my parents, and my dad was like, hey, this is fucked up. What a deep, vulnerable moment to share with everybody. Yeah. Totally. And I think she, like, recognizes that it's even, like... Like a little bit like cringy. Yeah. Like it's, like, it's like it's so vulnerable that it's almost just like Ew, like I don't. But like that's kind of her whole thing now. Like if she like lays it all out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember I like listened to it and I was like I, it was a, for whatever reason it just caught me in the right <coughs> headspace where I was just like that is gutting. I can't believe she let us know about that. Wait, I'm I'm gonna lose my shit right now. That's what she does. She cuts. She hits you in the right headspace, and it it's. It's not like it, she might not get you the first time. Yeah. But she bejeweled. She got me bejeweled yesterday. I, I was like, like yeah, I will be bejeweled when I walk in the room. I like bejeweled. Her. Yeah, that's that's a song that's like that's a hot beach song. What does she say when she's like they ask if you have a boyfriend and you say I don't. I don't know. remember. I don't remember. I, I love forgot. that part. Um, yeah, she like Annie Hero. I hated, and now I like every version of it that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Are you a big fan, just in general? I, I think that there are certain things that you almost I went know. to New Jersey with Jesse. I I would. If it weren't for Ticketmaster. We explode, we explode. Yeah. My experience with hearing it for the first time was when the 10-minute version came out a, a little over a year ago. On Maddie's birthday last year, we were sitting in Issa's room at midnight, and Jesse, and it's playing, because it just released, we, it's playing, and Jesse's in the corner manifesting because of some moon thing that was going on in us. Which is crazy. It's so funny. This is crazy. It would feel unstable, but I think from her it feels remarkably stable. I remember when that moon shit was going on last year, too. Yeah. A lot of people were, like, burning stuff on roofs. And she was manifesting something in the corner. And then, God, I hope she got everything she looked for. New York is so crazy. <laughs> I love that girl. We used to love it when we're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this was fun. Yeah, Sam, would you like to uh, plug your socials before we wrap up? If you sure. want. Uh, at Sam Sorokin. S-A-M-S-A-R-O-K-I-N. Not on Twitter, but everything else. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right, we'll get, we'll get out of I love that you knew that Twitter was going to be a bad investment. Sorry about the smooch. Never mind. <laughs> you ready? One, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R, panda with a J. And you can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.